You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia on 88.3 Southern FM, The Sounds of the Bayside, Melbourne, Australia. Stop the pigeon, 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 how? Nab him, jab him, tab him, grab him, stop that pigeon now! Introducing our Pigeon Radio Australia presenter and executive producer of the show, Ivan Fonti. Morning and welcome to another edition of Pigeon Radio Australia, brought to you here on our great little community radio station, which is 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside. We've got a pretty good show for you with some Aussie flyers, Melbourne flyers, South Australian flyers, and uh, yeah, some surprises and a few incidents that have been happening. Uh, but I won't get into it now. I'll get into introducing. Now, the Maltese Falcon. Come closer. It's pretty popular, I tell you. I want to talk to you. I'm going to tell you an astounding story. The story of the Maltese Falcon. 600 years, the Falcon has carried the mystery of a fabulous wealth under its grotesque wing. For the Maltese Falcon... Introducing, once again, to Pigeon Radio Australia, our regular and the original Maltese Falcon, Tony Barbara. Good morning, Mr. Tony Maltese Falcon Barbara. Good morning, Ivan. Good morning, the listeners, and good morning to everybody around the world. Good morning to everybody. And you, you Tony, accompanied me on the weekend. We had a good weekend, didn't we? <laughs> Well, Not bad. Slept. Not bad. Well, well, no. Well, you went to a wedding with me on Saturday. Yeah. Got, got, got home, back home around what, half past home? Yeah. Well, you did. I, I got did. home at yeah. three o'clock. That's what I meant. Yeah. We didn't have much sleep. No, not much sleep, but it was good. You enjoyed yourself, did you? Yeah, it was all right. Anyway, I'm going to talk about it after we introduce this fella right now. Mr. Italian Stables Stallion Mister.
he's back folks, let's give him a warm welcome back to Pigeon Radio Australia. Introducing the one and only Pigeon Racing Italian Stallion, Joe Angelino. Good morning, Mr. Giuseppe Angelino. Good morning, listeners. Good morning, Tony. Good morning, Joe. And good morning to our VPO Secretary, <laughs> Mr. Avica Vonti. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> How are you enjoying your uh, role, mate? Oh, I don't know yet. We'll see. Uh, I think you're going to we'll do a great see, job. You know what I was going to talk with Tony before I introduced you? Mm-hmm. Is that uh, Tony uh, come with me on Sunday. I was playing. Yeah. And there was a uh, friend of my mum's there, wasn't he? Well, he's a uh, doctor. Yeah, the doctor, yeah. Yeah, he was a doctor, Joe Angelino. No, and guess what? We started talking about pigeon racing. He might be listening because mm. he said he's going to listen. What's his name? Dr. David. G'day, Dr. David. He's yeah. a nice man. Is yeah. he? <laughs> Very oh, nice. Anyway, we started talking about pigeon racing. And you know what? What? When I started rolling off these races that we got, you know, $30,000 prizes and... Hundred thousand dollar prizes, and our little federation has one now. We've got what thirteen thousand dollar prizes, and he couldn't believe it, could he, Tony? No, I was interested. Yeah, see that. He started asking us a lot of questions about how pigeons find their way home, and that's good. Yeah, that's really good. You never, never know. You might have a doctor racing pigeon. Never, never yeah, know. yeah, you, yeah. You should have asked him. Maybe to buy a couple of rings and put them under your name, and you could race the Brins plate. Yes, yes. Maybe we can do that for next time. We might be. Now I'm very excited today because uh, we've got a new sponsor on Pigeon Radio oh, Australia. Oh yeah. All right, Green Valley Grains, and uh, their sponsorship uh, announcement goes to air today for the very first time. And look, I'd like to welcome them aboard, Green Valley Grains, and um, I'm hoping that they get some expert that mixes these grains and controls everything to come on the program and tell us about how they do the process and they got pretty good grains i can tell you well i heard the ad and it was professionally done very good but are you going to use it mr angelino i will use it i know tony's already using it yeah i'm using i'll use a bit of i'll use that but birds are looking good yeah malt yeah. and heavily oh. yeah but that's good that's yeah. good. I'm very happy uh, to have them on board. Yeah, it's and, a big um, company, mate. Yeah, and, and welcome aboard. Rod Churchill reckons they're very good. He's been out there and had a look at the production line. And yeah. He, he goes He's impressed? Very impressed. He okay. reckons everything's very clean. they got big blowers in all the silos and they're always blowing it and it's all... Dust-proof. Dust-proof. And all their grain, I was told by Mr Churchill, is human consumption. And what else do they do to it? Oh, they get it tested, accredited. Yeah. They get it tested. Yeah, oh yeah. So, so it's, it's written free. on the bag. We oh. guarantee this grain. It's top quality. It's tested. It's tested. Yeah. Very good. Well, I, yeah, well, there you go. I bought, like I said, I bought a couple of bags of that bag. Yeah, for the, the standard mix. Looks all right mm. for the stock. Yeah, it's good. But I, I'm excited about their race mix. It's got it's got hemp seed in it, and it's special hemp seed that's grown for birds. Race mix? They haven't got a race mix, have yeah, they? they? What do. have they got? Race mix. They've got race mix. They've got breeders mix. They've got... 
purity of mix, all of it. Ah, oh, well, I thought they, okay, I thought... All range, they got. All range. Interesting, interesting. Yeah. No worries. Anyway, um, we've got a good show today. We've oh, got a yes. few people waiting on the sidelines. Yes, we have. We'll take a short break right now, and we'll be back with more of Pigeon Radio Australia here on 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside. Green Valley Grains is a proud Australian family-owned business that uses only quality Australian-grown ingredients. Green Valley Grains products deliver superior nutrition for a range of animals, including poultry, farm, bird and small animal. A Green Valley Pigeon Blend, whether it's the new High Flyer mix, racing, breeding or original pigeon mix with Pro Nature, guarantees feed-safe accredited quality for your birds. Visit Southern FM sponsor GreenValleyGrains.com. Keep your pigeons healthy with Applied Nutrition Australia, number one for all-in-one bird supplements. Tummy Right for Pigeons is a nutritional supplement for racing pigeons to support proper functioning of the gastrointestinal tract. The Applied Nutrition range of products is made in Australia and sold factory direct to you. For top quality products formulated by Australia's leading animal and avicultural nutritionist, visit appliednutrition.com.au. Southern FM sponsor. Your one-stop purchase and farming supplies. Tara Meat. We get racing pigeons racing, horses racing, cattle and poultry feeding. All racing pigeon products and supplements available. We also have live poultry sales. Taramead stock feed and farming supplies. 1227 Holden Road, Tulin Vale. Open seven days a week. Telephone, Peter, on 0484-340-551. Southern FM sponsor. Natural Pigeon Products are the Australian distributors for Rhonefried Pigeon Products. Rhonefried, a German-based company, is a leading manufacturer of world-class, premium, European racing pigeon products that will help you maintain your racing pigeons' inner health all year round. Contact Natural Pigeon Products on 035-998-1000 and pigeonvitality.com.au Southern FM Sponsor Pigeon Racing Victoria presents the Victoria Cup 2023. With a guaranteed first prize of $100,000, Australia's biggest race is on again, this time from Cobar, New South Wales. Sign up now for the Victoria Cup. It's on Sunday the 24th of September 2023. Rings are $100 each with one free ring for every 10 purchased. For details, visit pigeonracingvictoria.com. Southern FM Sponsor. chance to win the $2,000 Golden Wing Award. All you have to do is log on and sign up to HopOptions.com.au. Does your wife say that you have too many pigeons? What she really means is she wants you to buy more pigeons. Sign up to HopOptions.com.au and check out our race team. Southern FM sponsor. Are you playing renovation roulette? Deadly asbestos lies hidden in one third of Aussie homes. It can be found in any home built or renovated before 1990, lurking in walls, behind tiles, under floor coverings, in roofing. Asbestos. It was used everywhere. So if you're a renovator or a tradie, you could be risking your life and the lives of others. Respect asbestos because it's not worth the risk. Visit asbestosawareness.com.au to find out what you need to know. 
This is your captain speaking. We're about to hit some strong turbulence, so please fasten your seat. Oh, hang on. I just got a video of my son with our dog. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> Imagine the pilot of a plane putting lives at risk like this. Yet some people think it's still okay to text and drive. Texting takes your eyes off the road, risking your life and the lives of others. Stop texts, stop wrecks. Rad, recording artists, actors and athletes against dumb driving. Listen to the real Mark Seymour, the Southern FM Mark Seymour, playing great Aussie music on the Big Aussie Breakfast. Every Wednesday, right here on 88.3 Southern FM, it's compulsory listening. This is DDZ, your captain speaking. Tune in every Wednesday at 2pm. Travel the world, musically speaking. From the Eiffel Tower to the Rialto. From the Colosseum to the Pyramids. From the London Bridge to Golden Gate. Tune in every Wednesday at 2pm for International Caravan with your captain, DDZ. Just fly, fly away And I always knew I couldn't stay So I had a dream that I'd just fly away You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia On 88.3 Southern FM The Sounds of the Bayside And I always knew I couldn't stay So I had a dream that I'd just fly away, away, oh on the line for Pigeon Radio Australia, we've got uh, Mr. Stephen Gazzola on the line from the Meadow One Loft Race to find out how it's all happening down there. How are you, Stephen? Welcome back to Pigeon Radio Australia. How are you going? Good, mate. Good. How's, how's everything going there, Steve? Um, so far, so good. Um, we had our final intakes last weekend. Um, so all the pigeons are here now. Um, we ended up with 1,505 pigeons for this year. Yeah, so everything so far is going good. I think the, the vaccinating the pigeons before they get here, the two weeks prior, has helped an awful lot. Um, I think the same thing with the other one lots. I don't think they've had too many issues, and I think a lot of the flyers that are sending the pigeons are jabbing them two weeks before. And, yeah, it's making our job a lot easier now. Um, not that it's easy, but, um, yeah, the health-wise, it's helped a lot. Uh, that's very good, very good. So that's uh, something that you're going to uh, do from now on, you know? Yeah. The jab for the PMV two weeks before sending them, um, I think it's a must now. But we've all had, like, pigeons go down. Doesn't matter if it's in the one loft or your normal loft, you're always going to get a couple go down. But I've noticed the ones that went down a little bit, most of them come back to all right. But I checked to see which ones they were, and most of them were ones that came unvaccinated. So there you go. Um, yeah. Uh, very important. So, very important. Jab them two weeks before. Yeah. From their one. Oh, very good. Yep. So you had, uh, yeah, you got what well, looks of things. You got a lot of uh, a lot of birds there. A lot of people uh, supporting it again, which is a good thing. Yep. It's um, on the 
at the start, I didn't think I was going to get that many. I thought a thousand pushing maybe twelve hundred. Yes. Um, and I thought, well, I don't know what the reason if it's with the interest rates going up and all that side of it, but I kept getting, <laughs> I kept coming. So, that's good. That's good. Yeah. Well, you got to fifteen hundred, so that's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome, mate. What is what is the first prize this year? Um, once I do all the figures, I'm pretty sure it's still going to be the hundred thousand first prize. Wow! And and we're going to try and pay in the final fifty positions. Oh, very um, good, very good. So last year I paid thirty. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so this year we're going to up it to 50, the top 50, um, get prizes. That's awesome. That's awesome. Have you got birds from every state in Australia? Except for Northern Territory. <laughs> oh, well, they don't, they don't race. <laughs> I don't know if anyone's got pigeons there. No, they don't. There's no pigeons in, no. They used to be in Alice Springs, but not anymore. Yeah. Mm. So off the top of your head, what funny, funny uh, syndicate names have you got? I've got... Well, on the weekend, I got the Anzacs. Anzacs, so okay. There was ten, 10 of the Anzacs. Nice. Um, there's oh, Team Wogs. Oh. Um, <laughs> um, scumbags. Scumbags, um, that's gross. Yeah. So, yeah, there's a few weird ones in there, so, yeah. Have um, you made any changes to the loft? Only the flying I've made bigger this year. We weren't wanting to lift it this year, but ran out of time and... Put the permits in from the council. We didn't get them back in time, so we're going to do that next year. But I made the loft wider in the flying. So last year we had, I think, six pads as they entered. Now we've got 11. So we've only done that. Wasn't too much else that we had to do. Seemed to work well last year. Yeah, that was the only real big thing that we did. But before we had six, six traps where they all entered in, but now I've made the trap even different. I've just got pretty much just bob wires right across about 1,600 across, and that's made it a lot better. Well, when you've got that many birds coming in, yeah. Yeah. You're gonna need, you need more uh, yeah, more room. Yeah. So what, tell me, quick, just tell me, uh, 1,500 pigeons, how much, do you, how much food do you go through a day? <laughs> well, I went to Sydney on the weekend, so I filled all my hoppers up on Friday which yeah. is um, uh, 10, so about 400 kilos. Yeah. So I put 40 in each. And I was just I just cleaned the loft then and I was, I was scraping around the hoppers and they're moving really easy. I'm thinking, why are they moving? So I looked in and they're almost down to the bottom. So in three days, <laughs> they've polished off a bit of food. Right. So, that's, not, that's not a bad thing. That's not a bad thing. Jeez. Um, so Friday, Saturday, Sunday, um, almost 100 kilos a day they've eaten. Um, not quite, but not far off it. And who, who, who are you getting the grain off? I got, on the weekend, oh, last week I got two ton from Melton. Yep. Um, uh, got two ton from uh, the guy in Geelong. Yep. Mate, you got to get onto this Green Valley grain. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Nah, seriously, they get all their food tested and everything, and it's top quality food too. Check yeah. it out, check it out. Um, I've already had a, a meeting with him uh, late oh. last year, so yeah, we'll see how we go with once I get through all this lot. I mean, I saw a post that you put up the other day on Facebook. Jeez, there was a lot of birds, a lot of birds yeah. out there. Oh my god, 
Who cleans the loft? Just you're not not on your. That own. was only half. That was only half in that video. Yeah, but who helps you clean the loft? Me, myself, and I. So you've got no one there helping you at all? No. So how long does it take you to clean it? If I let it go, look, at the moment I'm tossing up between, I do all the perches every day. I'm tossing up, do I clean them every day, the floor, or do I let a a little dry litter a little bit? Dry litter. And I'm st- I'm still in between. So if I don't do them for four or five days mm. on the floor, mm. um, it takes me four hours to clean. If I'm doing them every day, after I've cleaned the perches, within an hour, I've cleaned the whole lot from one end to the other. Um, and then spraying and vacuuming on top of that. But, um, yeah, usually if I'm just scraping it every day, easy two hours, I'm done. Yeah, scrape them every day. Every day it's better. Yeah. Yeah. Keep them clean. I find at this time of year it's drying that quick. When I'm scraping them every day, because there's so many pigeons, it's just there's so much drop-ins that if I let it go three, four, five days, most of it just dries and the drop-ins aren't so wet and they're walking through it. So um, otherwise you almost have to clean them twice a day. Wow. Where do you put all these droppings once you bag it up? <laughs> on the tomato plants. You must have some bloody um, beautiful tomato plants, I can tell you. <laughs> I want to see your garden. Um, Mr. Uh, our local vet takes the whole lot and puts it all over his paddocks. So, um, yeah, that's where I'll get rid of all of it, So, which is good because I'd hate to try and look for somewhere to get rid of this much. Oh, <laughs> How much you reckon you'll have in a week? Full trailer? Oh, yeah, easy. easy. But there's easy. three bags almost. Well, not three bags a day, but at least two. So, like full big bags. That's not bad. I thought you'd say five or six a day. No, no. Two bags. That's not too bad. No, those big 20-kilo bags. Yeah. Um... Well, the Valley Grain ones would probably be three. Okay. Three of them. But the ones I've been getting from the farmers, they're a bit big, taller, those bags. So, yeah, yeah. Um, Two of them. Yeah. Oh, no, not bad. Not bad at all. Clean them every day. Yeah. So at the moment you're feeding them a mix or are you just feeding them peas or what are you feeding them? So I've got them on hopper of peas 24-7. Um, and then like this lot that are out at the moment... I'll call them in. They'll come into a mix, and they just thunder in because of the the lollies. But oh. they got food there all the time, so oh. um, yeah, I don't want anything to miss out at the moment. Well, they're well, they're falling the bits now. Yeah. Um. So I don't want any of them to miss out on any food. So I just got the hoppers open, and yeah, they can eat as much as they want. And then once I start training them, that's when I'll start shutting the hoppers off. Tuesday till probably Saturday, Sunday, and then just give them three days of hoppers in case anything's missed out during the week. Um, At the moment, they get as much as they want. That's good. That's That's very good. That's what what they need. And how many days a week do you give them a bath? So today they got a bath. So I've still got them in groups. Um, So the group that's out now are the... Third and fourth intakes. So they've got the bath today. 
and then they'll get another one later in the week. Yeah. Um, and then the other ones, the first and second group, they had a bath yesterday, and then they'll get one probably Thursday. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. And you've closed the loft now? There's no more intakes? No, nope, that's it. That's it. 1,500 and that's it. Yeah. 1,505 to be exact. 1,505. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> hey, how did they, the birds that were you picked up from the airport? Um, I had some yeah, in that they, lot. They had, had no issues. Yeah, they've had no issues with them. Um, yeah. Most of them are, well, it's probably 70% have come from the airport. So, oh, yes, um, yeah. from interstate. The last come, one. Yeah. The last lot? Yeah, the one I was there and um, Ray Armstrong and all that. Yeah, all good. Um, they're out? They're in, they're in the fifth intake. So ah. at the moment they're going through trap routine. Yeah. And then they still get locked up out the front. Um, until they know how to go through those traps, which probably maybe at the end of this week, then they start going out. So... I run them up the corridor at the front, make them go through the traps, and then they race down the back to a mix, and they do that for a week, week and a half. Um, so then, you know, push them up the deck in, up to the traps, push them through the traps, and they come back. But within a week, you open the door, and by the time you've pushed them out of that section and start pushing them up, there's already ones that have gone up to the top, in through the traps, and back down already. So they learn where the food is pretty quick. Oh yeah, especially when they're hungry. Yeah. Tony's got Tony's got one of his little champions in there. Yeah. Tony. Tony Babaros. Yeah, good, good pigeon there. Yeah. So he, he said, look after it for him. <laughs> <laughs> I'll what, bring what it in did, at night time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Please give him a call. Yeah. What did you call it? Edge called it. Um, I don't know what Babara lost or something. I think he called it. I don't know what he called it. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, look, look after Babara's loft pigeon, yeah? <laughs> yeah okay. Give it extra peace. I'll bring it in and, um, I'll bring it in and sit it beside the bed at night time. Oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Would you like that, Tony? <laughs> he said yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, too good. Steve, it was good uh, chatting with you. We'll keep in touch and see how, you, how it's going throughout the year. And, um, yep, yeah, looking no forward to it. Green Valley Grains is a proud Australian family-owned business that uses only quality Australian-grown ingredients. Green Valley Grains products deliver superior nutrition for a range of animals, including poultry, farm, bird and small animal. A Green Valley Pigeon Blend, whether it's the new High Flyer mix, racing, breeding or original pigeon mix with Pro Nature, guarantees feed-safe accredited quality for your birds. Visit Southern FM sponsor greenvalleygrains.com. Keep your pigeons healthy with Applied Nutrition Australia, number one for all-in-one bird supplements. Tummy Right for Pigeons is a nutritional supplement for racing pigeons to support proper functioning of the gastrointestinal tract. The Applied Nutrition range of products is made in Australia and sold factory direct to you. For top quality products formulated by Australia's leading animal and avicultural nutritionist, visit appliednutrition.com.au. Southern FM sponsor. Your one-stop produce and farming supplies. Tara Meat. We get racing pigeons racing, horses racing, cattle and poultry feeding. All racing pigeon products and supplements available. We also have live poultry sales. Taramid stock feed and farming supplies. 
1227 Holden Road, Toulon Vale. Open seven days a week. Telephone, Peter, on 0484-340-551. Southern FM Sponsor. Natural Pigeon Products are the Australian distributors for Roanfried Pigeon Products. Roanfried, a German-based company, is a leading manufacturer of world-class, premium, European racing pigeon products that will help you maintain your racing pigeons' inner health all year round. Contact Natural Pigeon Products on 035-998-1000 and pigeonvitality.com.au Southern FM Sponsor Pigeon Racing Victoria presents the Victoria Cup 2023. With a guaranteed first prize of $100,000, Australia's biggest race is on again, this time from Cobar, New South Wales. Sign up now for the Victoria Cup. It's on Sunday the 24th of September 2023. Rings are $100 each with one free ring for every 10 purchased. For details, visit pigeonracingvictoria.com. Southern FM Sponsor. Now you can listen to Southern FM on the go with Community Radio Plus, the home of Community Radio. The brand new app means you can listen in wherever you are. You'll also discover Community Radio's best podcasts and independent news. As well as listening via 88.3 FM, you can now support your community radio station by downloading Community Radio Plus. Get it from Google Play or the App Store today. While you're there, don't forget to leave five stars. Like shocks shooting through your body. This is how some people describe their shingles pain. While in most cases it resolves on its own and most people recover fully, complications of shingles can impact your life and daily activities. Up to 99.5% of older adults already have the virus that can cause shingles. Shingles is most common in people 50 years and older. And up to one in three people risk developing shingles in their lifetime. So talk to your doctor about shingles today. Do you like gardening, flora and fauna? If the answer is yes, why not tune into Molly's Blooming Hour every Saturday starting at 4pm. You'll be treated to a plethora of interviews with gardening experts and celebrities, as well as plenty of garden tips, gardening events and easy listening hit music. Whatever your interests in nature may be, you're sure to find something you love on the show. So make yourself a cup of tea or perhaps something a little bit stronger. Sit back on the porch in your garden and enjoy Molly's Blooming Hour. Summer's back, and that means cricket's back. It also means the South East Cricket Association panel is back every Sunday morning here on Southern FM from 10.30 until noon. Tune in to hear all of the results, the gossip and the news from the South East Cricket Association. Southern FM, your home of local sport. They call me the seeker. You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia, the only devoted Pigeon Radio show in the world. Hosted and presented by Ivan Fonte. 
on the line for Pigeon Radio Australia, we've got a uh, pigeon fly that has been on the radio before, but there's been a few incidents happening with pigeons in Melbourne, and I've had these incidents happen to me as well, and uh, I thought we'd ring him up because he posted it on Facebook, and I thought we'd ring up Mr Matt Chancho from the Western Pigeon Federation and find up find out what these incidents are. Matt, how are you, and welcome back to Pigeon Radio Australia. Oh, thanks, guys. Good gentlemen. How are you? Good, good. How are you going? Yeah, I'm well, guys. That's good. Now, look, we've had a few incidents. I've had this happen to me about four or five times now this season, or yeah. this breeding season when I'm trying to get the birds broken in. Um, tell tell the listeners what happened. Oh, I just let the squeakers out uh, about a week ago or so and noticed one had a life ring cut off. Um, it's, it's someone local because the birds are only out for an hour and they're all in. So because they get, they're getting up, being a little bit adventurous, nicking off for a little bit, and you know, you know what it's like, guys. And yeah, uh, yeah. yeah it's come back. Ring cut off. I've had a ring cut off for a couple of years now, but um, I just thought it was disappointing. I decided to post on the on the on the pigeon page on the Facebook. Um, I don't post much, but I kind of thought if if it's someone local and they know me, I'm sure they know I'm, I'm, I'm a pretty okay kind of a bloke. And I thought, well, if you know, you've seen it, I hope you feel guilty. And um, because, you know, there's probably no doubt I'd help you out if it was you. You know, surely someone knows or someone's seen that they did it. And I think it's disappointing for the sport. Um, I'm hearing it's happening quite a lot, more than ever. Um, it just, it, it's, I don't know, it's disappointing. Why do you think they do that, Matty? Why? What? 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 Why do you? Uh, I've got a thought. I mean, it's. I think clearly in the in the flyer's mind, there's something inferior in their head. Maybe they feel that it's an elimination of a pigeon, regardless of who it might be from. That if they eliminate a bird, that's one less they've got to compete against. I mean, why? Else, why else would you eliminate an opponent? Um, can't beat them, eliminate them. You know what I mean? Uh, which is sad. Um, you're never going to improve with that attitude. So, I mean, why else would it be? Or someone's angry, someone's spiteful. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know what makes these people tick. Um, but it, I think it's just, I mean, everyone, I mean, Australia, Melbourne, we're just desperately trying to, to do good things for the sport and, and build it and, and grow it. And uh, Whilst on a season fire, something like this, I can cop it on the chin. Um, but what if it was a kid or a junior or a beginner or yeah, I mean, it doesn't do much for an encouragement, does it? So, um, yeah. yeah what well, well, what's the answer, guys? What's the answer? I don't know, oh, mate. I've had, I've, yeah. I, um, I've had about half a dozen youngsters with their rings cut off. I'm in Melton, and yeah. uh, the other day I was standing in the backyard filling up the drink yeah. at drinkers. Yeah. And the birds were all in, and there's this pigeon coming out of the east, and I'm thinking to myself. What's this yeah. thing? And then it started diving to the loft, and I thought, oh yeah. my goodness, what, what's this? Anyway, turned out, because yeah. it had the marker ring still on it, and it had the chip ring still on it, right? Yeah. So what I did was I got my clock out, and yeah. uh, I traced the chip ring, because I scanned it to get the uh, serial number from the chip ring, and yeah. it turned out that this bird was a bird that I lost in a race in the season, yeah. uh, and it had its uh, life ring cut off. Yeah, they normally take off electronic rings as well, don't they? Um, they did, yeah, but the, this one had its electronic ring on it, and then I could track it to see which one it was, you see? Yeah, I mean, it's, that's poor form, isn't it? It's clearly someone out yeah, there to sort of, 
you know, to sort of just, uh, I mean, you think about it, they've got a, well, however, they may trap the pigeon by default or it might be in their loft. Consciously, they've got to grab that pigeon, make an effort to cut that ring off, and then release it, knowing full well what they've done. And to me, just like, you know, if that's where you're at in the sport, get out. Um, the sport doesn't want you, those, those kind of people. Mm. Um, and it gets back to what I posted. I, I kind of thought, well, whoever done that with that bird had to be local. Had, because a, a little squeaker that sort of, you know, hasn't dropped a flight yet, it's going to get up and go for a little bit. It's not going to go too far. So surely if this person sees it was me, surely they've got to feel some kind of guilt. Because I'm not, I'm a pretty okay kind of a bloke. And I, like I said, I always help out. And surely most of you guys know that. Um, of course you have. <laughs> yeah. okay. I mean, Tony, Tony, you had one in two. Yeah, yeah, I had two arrows come in. No, no, half of the leg off. Oh. The ring just yeah. hanging out. Yeah. But yeah. I bring it in them every year, I bet. Yeah. You know what else I've Every year. Okay. Yeah, a couple, couple of years ago, I had where they've actually, um, I don't know how they've done it, just smashed off the glass and, and, and the numbers are left the actual aluminium part behind. Oh, um, I mean, they do it, that? it, that'd be hard. Well, well, look, you can think did it hit a power line and, and smash it? Normally, that crack and chip, but uh, have the whole lot removed, and you can see the the colouring underneath it. It's been peeled up as well. You know what I mean? So, uh, that's a bit. Someone, someone's gone above and beyond and out of their way to just to be, um, you know, not a good bloke. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That's not I think that's like you said, there's a one less to beat, Matt. That's what well, I think, I think you're right there. It's just like here's, a, here's an opponent, one less to beat. But to me, that's telling me you're a pretty ordinary flyer if that's where your attitude's at. Um, yeah. it's, it's not a nice but, thing to do, especially, no. especially to... But, to, to, to what, what happened if it was a kid, a junior or something? I mean, yeah. in my federation, we've we got a little development program where we're going to get juniors up and running this year, which, which looks good. We could have six or seven kids. What if it was one of those kids? I mean, they, they'd be shattered. They, they get attached to this sort of stuff. Here yeah, we are exactly. trying to put a pigeon in their hand. Exactly. All of a sudden, you know, you get a kid. Maybe it was his favourite pigeon or her favourite pigeon. They no get that's hard. You know, that's... Yeah. Well, got, my, my, my son, my son's going to race this year. He's eight, nearly eight. Oh, look you out. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you know, lucky it wasn't his bird, but because um, he's got his own pairs. Mm. But, I mean, what do you do? You just sit down and say nothing and don't tell him. But when he goes to look for, a, you know, he's got his own names for his own birds. He's got his ring numbers. He knows what they are. He's getting there. And, you know, if he says, Dad, hey, where's my bird? What am I supposed to say, you know? Mm. Sorry, some nice person cut the ring well, off. Well, maybe that person might be listening to this radio program and you want to send them a message? <laughs> oh, just, yeah, just, uh, yeah, thanks, buddy. Thanks. If that's how, if that's where you're at, <laughs> leave the sport, please, and do everyone a favour. And stop um, doing we, it. We, we don't want that, you know what I mean? It's, um, anyway. Uh, we're happy, and that's, this is something that we're never going to stop because... Well, you can't because you, you can never find the person. You can't; they can't oh, be held accountable. So, exactly. how do you name and shame? Again, you know, again, that's why I posted it. Hopefully, if you can maybe post it and, and uh, whoever sees it sees who they've done it to. I mean, it could be someone who's a, a good friend of theirs. You know, I mean, not such a good friend really who does that. But then, hopefully, within themselves, they kind of feel some sort of remorse and, and guilt, and maybe. Maybe stop, but like it seems to be happening quite a lot. Secretary of my federation was saying that that same day it happened to me. He'd heard of two other cases the same day. I'm like, really? 
Receive. Oh, yeah. Now, so, what Ivan said, he's had, he's had six or something this year or something. Yes. Six. That's, that's insane. That's crazy. That's, that's, Come on. That's um, I'd, I'd probably get maybe one every five, six, eight years or something like that. You know what I mean? Well, Tronic Green, sure, you get them. They, they knock them off. Yeah, but, exactly. Um, you know, I mean, babies make mistakes, so you get a fright. And, I've got some cheap um, electronic rings if you want to buy some. About 20 of them. You want some? Cheap. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 but it's, you never, you're never going to stop that. You know, they they, they take you're the electronic not. rings, they take the, the, you know, why cut the, take, mm. you know what, I take my electronic ring, but leave the ring on, the life <laughs> ring on. Take it. If you want to take it. Yeah. You know, I don't care, but. Leave the life ring yeah. alone, you know what I mean? It doesn't matter who, what federa- federation it is. Don't be yeah. a scum. And, well, you know, you're not going to – if someone's out there to be spiteful and nasty, I mean, how, how do you stop that? Matty, and you know um, you know yourself, you, you hit the nail on the head. It's someone around your area. Oh, in this right. case, like sometimes previous times, you know, like, geez, you know I didn't know they met this morning. It was yesterday or the day before. It could have been the day before that. But, but this time here, the time I let them out, I've done a quick count because I've got to leave and go to work and hit the road and I do a quick count of the birds so the wife and the dog out so I make sure they're all home. It's been out in that, in that certain period. So And the birds, squeakers have gotten up, gone for a little bit of a fly. The younger ones, again, you know, they get a little bit um, intrigued. They're getting up, having a little bit of a hit out and coming back. And it doesn't take much for, for a little baby to sit on the roof or, or just drop down with another group of birds or something. And um, Especially if they mix up. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, so someone's done a very short... Period. And, I mean, yeah, couldn't have been too far. It, it would have been within about an hour and a quarter of me letting them out. Yeah. And you're, you know? in, you're, you're in sunshine, yeah? I am. So, yeah. you, you dirty little rat in sunshine, stop doing that. <laughs> and, and, Melton, well. and Melton. <laughs> oh, but look, he was a young enough squeaker. I don't think he would have gone too far, to be honest. Now, no, no, I guess no. the other thing is, I mean... Digging deep, was it a, a neighbour that's not happy? I don't know. It could no. be. But no, I know. Look, it happens too Someone's often. Someone's got to have A neighbour yeah, that's I not happy so. wouldn't think about cutting a ring off because some uh, people that don't race pigeons don't even know about the ring. You usually yeah, have to tell probably, them. Yeah, you're, probably, yeah. you're right there, yeah. Oh. I'm just trying to be open-minded and, and, yeah. and uh, <laughs> wishful thinking, eh? Uh, yeah. yeah, all right. Nah, well, look, it's... Um, yeah. Apart from that happening, how are the birds trapped? Yeah. How are they going anyway? Oh, my going all right. They're doing all the things they're doing at the moment. They're good, eating good. And, and molting pretty heavy at the moment. Um, just uh, yeah, just getting close. And, and to how the many the feds is Mr. Chancho going to win this year? Oh, yeah. Well, if we can back it up like last year, the consistency is what I'm looking for at the moment. So if I can pull, pull together a consistent season again, I mean, it took a long time to win one, so... They say when you when you get your first one, the second one's easier to come. So I hope. Look, if I win one more this year, that'd be great. If I don't, the consistency is what I'm looking for. Are you going to change anything, or are you going to just stick to what you were doing? Well, I'm going to stick to what I'm doing because I've done it for the last several years, and the year before last, when COVID cut us off, I did the same the same routine, and I started off the season quite well as well, and then we went on to your mm. little racing system, the little thing that you set up, Ivan, and. Yeah. Um, Things were firing, so I think I've kind of got a feel of where I need to be and, and what I'm doing, and uh, there's, there's been no reason to change, and I understand that can change from year to year, and 
Maybe while we were locked up, you had time to sit down and think about what you were doing, and you come up with a plan, yeah? Well, look, I did it. I did it in the end of 2019 when um, I just was neither here nor there with the results, and I sat down and just had a good, long, hard look at what the top guys were doing and where I'm at and where the gap is, and I go, okay, well, what are you going to do to change and um, have a good look at the mirror? Okay, I say, what are you doing wrong? What do you need to be doing? And try and bridge that gap a little bit, you know what I mean? And you know, I put it all down on paper, literally on a piece of paper, oh. and just set myself criteria and cut a line. Because you've got a lot of blokes now. Uh, you've got a lot of influx of Filipino people and people from uh, Iraq and all that sort of stuff, and they yeah. get sort of disappointed when they can't see that they're equaling somebody's result. They think that maybe it's you have to go out and buy more birds because your birds are not good enough. But what do you say to those yeah. people? Are those that got to look for new birds? Yeah. Um, I look at everyone, I guess, tackles it differently. Um, everyone thinks that a bird's a bird. It's always going to be a winner. Um, I think you, you've got to experiment a little bit too. Um, you have to realise to yourself, am I getting the best out of these birds? Work commitments or family commitments might restrict that, right? Mm. Which was my case for a little bit, but I also needed a, I needed a little bit of an injection elsewhere and, and a bit of a cross. Um Look, you need to know where your birds are at and find out whether they're capable, whether these birds and multiple pairs that you've got can can come home in, in good time and, and consistently do it. And, and if they can't, they're, they're, you've got to move them on, unfortunately, and, and keep searching. And, again, I think it's about having yourself a, a criteria of what you want to meet, your expectations, mm. and either your birds are meeting your expectations or they're not. If you're an average flyer and you're happy to be just an average flyer enjoying it, watch them come home, by means it doesn't really matter what you have. You don't have to spend mm. a lot of money. Mm. Um, I don't think you have to spend a lot of money to, to get good birds either. I just think you have to know what you want, where it is. Mm. Um, I, you know, several years back, I got some good birds off one of the best flies we've got and at a very, very fair and reasonable price and was not expensive. Um, and that's added a new dimension to my to my flying as well. Um, yes, yeah, so that's, that's about where I'm at the moment. But I'll, I'll, I'll continue to keep doing as I'm doing and, now, you know, people, nothing's broken. Many people say, <clears throat> excuse me, people say that you got to, you got to, when you, when you start racing, sorry, when you start tossing, you need to mm-hmm. toss online. You need to toss online because the birds get it. You know they get to learn the, the route, and you know, and they can yeah. uh, identify. Um, Heard that for you know, years. Yeah. yeah, so yeah. What do you think? What do you say about that? Uh, each to their own. I, I, I disagree with the theory. And well, this or twenty twenty two, we flew northwest. Never, never tossed anything other than, than southwest. So I went Point Wilson, Geelong, Torquay, and Cressy. That is it. We're nowhere else. So that's the entire season from the first toss to the last toss, you know, first race all the way through to the 700, 600, a whole lot. And um, I did okay. So um, is there any proof from the pudding? No, not for me. But some people think differently, yeah? You, you, you do um, that every year, don't you? That's not Every year, every year. Every year. Yeah. Every year. I'll do it this year, mate. So I'll be heading back southwest. That's my, it's very simple. It's not secret. It's just Point Wilson, two at Point Wilson, two at along on the hill, Torquay, and um, when the time is right, I'll go to Cressy when I have to. Um, yeah. I don't see the need to. Yeah, it's a simple run, Joe, from Sunshine down to that way. It's a pretty quick run on the freeway. Isn't it? Oh, it is. It's good. My son does his. Hello. Hello. Yeah, I've seen him. I've seen him there yeah. in um, 
what do you call it? Uh, on the peninsula there as well. Yeah. Yeah, Queensland from that, yeah. And where did um, they lose one pigeon from? They're never. Yeah, you get a pretty good run. Um, although last year, um, from Torquay, the birds were heading up north. Uh, they were getting hit. They were getting tickled up because I was copping it when they were going north. But when they headed straight towards home, no problem. The times that they did head north, something was going on there. But uh, as they got a bit more experience halfway through the season, it wasn't an issue. Um so yeah, that's it. That's where I'm going. I'll be going back there again. It's it's simple. It's a good one. I think I don't think I think that for me the tossing is more at the beginning of the education. The the hour on the wing, it's just about getting those birds working hard. You know, point A to point B as quick as possible without mucking around. Just getting that work ethic, the building up their heart rate, the cardiovascular system. Um, and I think it doesn't matter what direction you toss, as long as the birds are working hard. And, and, you know, and pushing. I, I think that's the most important part as opposed to direction you're tossing. So yeah. there's no way of changing your mind and, and tossing online this year? What, what for? <laughs> Try <laughs> like, something different. It's not. Hey, look, if I toss north, um, I don't think it's necessarily going to improve me. I think, again, you get all the elements of flying around the, 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 loft, the loft, flying properly, working hard around the roof, the, the, the food and all the medicines, and you get all those elements right. You can toss north, and, and if it's practical and they're working hard, you'll get results. I think if you toss east, same thing, you'll get results. Or I used to toss southeast towards Turidan. Um, you know, I used to get good results there, but I don't go that way now. It takes too long. You've got the tunnels, the exactly. poles, and it's too expensive exactly. and too long, you know? You're right. So You're right. Um, even even heading up north, I mean, that can be a bit of a hike too. Yep. Um, so, look, and also this year my daughter's going to Warren Pond Uni now. So, um if I get in that way, I can take her to uni and toss the birds at the same time. So that's a win-win. Oh, perfect. And, um, yeah, and that, another excuse hang to get down a bit more off, though. Who picked that school? Was it her or you? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's the only it's the only uni with forensic science. So, so it, it's I'm not complaining. Hey, not complaining. A win-win for for for, for all. Oh. Yeah, well, it's actually not a bad spot. It's just um before the turnoff there, and I. I, I tossed it a couple of times last year. I was supposed to go to Cressy, and, and I, I fell short just with time and a bit of weather. It didn't look good out towards the west, so I just stopped near that exit of there. So it's actually not a bad spot at all, to be honest. Man, yeah. all, all I'm going to say is good luck for the season. Thank um, you, guys. We'll ring you up again during the season and see how you're going. And, no um, problem at all. All the best, all right? All the best, and Jamie. all the best to Charlie as well. He's going to be. A, we're going to be watching. Hopefully, see his name yeah, on, the, yeah, yeah. on the board as well. All right. Yeah, no, he, he, he's definitely. He's, it's, uh, yeah, what a buzz! Have his son race as well. You know, he's going to race under his own name. Does he want to say hello? Junior. Does he want to say hello on the radio quickly? Or oh, I think he's playing his game at the moment. All right, we'll get him on another day. We'll get him on another day. <laughs> we'll, get, we'll get him another day when That's he's already exactly. All right, uh, mate. Yeah, yeah. When he beats me, yeah, get him. He'll get, he'll get me. Oh well, then hundred percent he'll get you. <laughs> oh, that'd, be, that'd, that'd be really good, eh? Yeah, we'll get him on. That'll be good. He'll be my, so excited. Well, yeah, so. yeah. Well, look, it should be good. There should be. I think everyone's starting to realise the push for the kids now. You have um, to. You have to. You know. All right, all right mate. You have, you have a good. You have a good day. All the best, all right.
And right now, we have to go to the Southern FM National Radio News. And we'll be back after the news with more of exciting stuff on Pigeon Radio Australia. You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia on 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside, Melbourne, Australia. On the line for Pigeon Radio Australia from Wellington in South Australia, we have somebody that's uh, donated uh, quite a few pigeons for the VPO Breeders Plate, and um, people were quite excited, so I thought we'd get him on the radio and talk about his pigeons and breeding and what he did send down for the VPO Breeders Plate. And we've got on the phone Mr Lyndon Frick. Hello, Lyndon, how are you? And uh, welcome back to Pigeon Radio Australia. Yeah, no worries. Thank you very much. Uh, um, fitting well for an old fella. Oh, good on you, mate. So yeah. tell us, uh, you sent quite a few birds down, and they they looked very good, looked the part too. Yeah. Um, tell no. us a little bit about the what what bloodlines you're running over there at your well, place. We mainly mainly got uh, the Port Pirie pies from David Cunningham at Pirie. Uh, he's had them since about 1974, and we've had a lot of luck with them. One of them won the Western Fed Breeders Plate. A few years ago, and we had a couple of three places in that one as well. And then we've got a mixture of, um, also from David Cunningham, uh, the Goodyear Prime Metcalfs of his, which includes a Grange line of pigeons, which he bred, bred Grange. Um, she flew Alice three years in a row, and a daughter flew Alice three years as well. Okay. And uh, Greg Hamilton had both those. And uh, then we've got Grizzles. Nikki's got her Grizzles, which are a mixture of um, Silver Shadow and the dark van loon grizzles, uh, which I don't know what their line is or anything else. We we got a couple uh, quite a few years ago, and they worked out cross them good with the with the uh, the old Peter Malay grizzles we we had, and they've they've done very well for us over the years as well. So we've been very lucky in in pigeon race. I only got back into it in two thousand and nine, and uh, after my first back operation, and. Um, the birds have won about 140 grand now. Jeez. And, 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 um, and who, do you fl- who do you fly with? Um, well, this year we're going to be flying with the association, okay. SAHPA. Yep. Uh, we're within the, within the 100 kilometre zone. Oh, good. And um, so we're going to fly against the association. And uh, I don't do the kids with cancer race anymore. We had a no. problem with people yeah. playing for birds and we had trouble uh, trying to get someone to do the computers. Max did all the computer work and then he yeah. got locked up for bloody ice abuse and yeah. Yeah. and that sort of thing. So yeah. we give that the thing. It's just too hard for me. I, I don't want to learn how to yeah, use no, computers. I'm in my 70s and I figure that yeah. I want to do what I want to do now. And we raised over 20000 for kids with cancer, so, uh, so that was good. So good you fun. race against Adelaide, don't you, when you're racing this the association? Year. Yeah, this year we'll be racing so against how far Adelaide. Are, yeah. How far are you in kilometres from Adelaide? From the city centre, we're uh, 97 or 95 kilometres or something. So, so on the uh, north, 
Yeah, yeah. sorry, where are you go. So I was going to just ask you, so um, anybody within the 100-kilometre radius of Adelaide can race in the association, is that right? Yeah, that's correct, yeah. And from one end of Adelaide to the other, from north to south, that's 100 kilometres. I think it's over 100 kilometres, actually, um, because and, it goes 50 k's from the Senate, from the... Uh, uh, from the GPO, mm. so it's virtually except for West because there's only got water out there. But so it's mm. within 100 kilometre radius of of the GPO mm. can race against the association. Gee, and nobody worries about drag or pigeons being pulled this way or that way. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, well, you get a bit of that. There's one bloke in Adelaide when because there's going to be three of us fly from our place. Yeah. Um, and uh, one bloke there was complaining, "Oh, we'll have a drag and everything else." Holy shit, after you're flying 500 kilometres, the birds are all mixed up anyhow, or, you know, yeah. separated and whatever. Yeah. But, no, it's just, I, I don't worry about winning. I'd just like to see, or Nick and myself both like to see our birds get home. That's the most important thing. Yeah. If, if they get home in good race time, you know they're not sick, you know they're fit. And I haven't got any imports or anything else. They're flying out here in the country, you can't have imports. They just don't don't do any good. They've got to fly too far on their own. Well, I suppose... And not you, all import... Yeah. I suppose, Sorry. You, I suppose you have your days where you can win it, you can get a good bird and probably win the association, and there'd be other days where it probably doesn't suit you. That's right. Yeah, well, last year, Lower Murray flew with the association, and uh, they, I think they won three... Their club members won three or four of the, the association races. Um, those shorter ones, but I don't... I like the longer races, uh, so you know. And what, once you get, once you get over six, seven hundred kilometres, well, mm. you know, wind makes a difference. So not loft position. Mm. So you know, I'll tell you in twelve months' time how I went. <laughs> and 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 you were saying about the imports. What were you going to tell us about the imports before I cut you? Oh, off? the imports <laughs> out here. The the imports are most of them don't do any good here. They've got to fly on their own too long. Uh. And we had a bloke come up from Adelaide a few years ago and flew with us. At, uh, in our club here, Wellington Tail and Bend Club. And uh, our first seven races were over under 1,000 metres a minute. Yeah. And uh, after seven races, he'd lost 140 birds. True. And uh, he had all imports, you see. And, oh, yeah. and not knocking the imports. They're good and they're good if they cross, but certain imports can't fly on their own. Mm. And when you get uh, pigeons that have done, you know, 800 kilometres and they're on their own, well, it takes a bird with a fair bit of guts to travel that distance or most of that distance on its own. Mm. So that's that's my personal opinion anyhow. And uh, so we got all the old Aussie birds there. I got some Keith Wrightson birds from Sydney, which they've been absolutely excellent for us. Oh, yeah? And, and what, um, are they Harrison-based? Are they those Wrightson people? Uh, no, they're McLean. McLean. Oh, McLean. Uh, McLean. McLean. Yeah, McLean. Uh, McLean. Yeah. yeah. And uh, old Keith was an absolute gentleman. He, he was he in was. the Pigeon Corps. He was. And... Uh, uh, we had some birds from him. I wish I'd realised how look good they were when I got them because they weren't young birds, and I would have line bred them so I kept the family kept a, going, a, yeah. a good family. But I crossed them out too much, uh, and then all of a sudden I realised how good they were. But then it was too bloody late. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it's a lot of luck in, in pigeon racing, in my opinion. It's luck how you put your pigeons together, and it's lucky how they bloody come home. Mm. Mate, well, it's what this Joe here. How you going? Good, buddy. Good. That's the way. Good. Listen, um, first of all, a big thank you uh, for, uh, you know, breeding us birds for the VPO and putting them in our yeah. auctions. Thank you very yeah, much no, for that. Yeah, it's a pleasure. I, I like to see how many birds perform in Victoria. We've done exceptionally well over there, um, winning uh, breeder plates over there. So 
it's it's been good fun, and I I any money is a uh, is a surplus or like a plus. I don't do it for the money. I like to get my birds over there to see how they fly against uh, other clubs. And this year we got that team of pigeons flying in the VPO and uh, with you fellas, which will be bloody good to see how they compete against uh, all those birds. Is it a bloody good idea, Joe? Yes, it is. It is. Um, so it'll be good, actually. Um, that Frank De Pasquale come up with that. That's called the independent flyer. What oh, is the, yeah, what was yeah. called the associate, associate flyer? Which, uh, yeah, it's really good. You know, guys like yourself or you can breed a team of 30 birds and put them in someone's loft and, and um, yeah, you get results and everything. You know, so yeah. it's really no, good. Look, country clubs in South Australia are all but buggered now. There's only three members at Keith. Loxton's closed down. So I've got a mate from Loxton's interested in going in it next year because he's hadn't got a club up there anymore. Period, I've only got three members. And Port Augusta, I think they've got six or seven. Yeah. And, um, and that's about all the country flyers left in South Australia now. So hopefully we can get a few of those in the rest. It's a shame, you know, if you can't keep flying, uh, you know, if you can't keep flying, there's no club. At least you can send some birds to Victoria and see how they go over there. Exactly, exactly. I want to say a very uh, congratulations to you and Vicky. Over the years, you, you ran that uh, Kids for Cancer race. Um, you've done such an amazing job. And how much did you raise for the kids? Well, a bit over twenty grand. How good so is that? it wasn't. That's amazing. It wasn't a lot, but it was. It was better than nothing. What do you mean yeah, twenty grand's a lot? Counts. Everything counts. Yeah. Twenty thousand is a lot of money. A lot yeah, of money. Yeah. So congratulations to you, Vicky. You've done yeah. a great job. No, it's, and it's not easy. We enjoyed. It's not easy. Yeah, no, no, it's pretty hard work. I, uh, you know, I was younger then. Yeah. <laughs> um, I couldn't. Do, I'm buggered now. I've got to have a knee replaced next uh, in a fortnight's time. Uh, but, you know, it was good fun, and we met a lot of nice people. Uh, that's a thing that come out of it. We met some dolls, excuse the French, that uh, you're right, hard you're to get right. money out of. Yeah, exactly. But exactly. Uh, there's quite a few of them out there that didn't want to pay and said they had paid when they hadn't paid. But majority of the bloke people we met uh, were terrific, and when I eventually retire and go around Australia, I'm going to call in and see a lot of them yeah. if, if we're all still alive. Well, I'll tell you something. Um, you... I've, I actually, that's how I met you, uh, putting birds into your loft. Oh, yeah, it that, was too. I thought it was in, yeah. Yeah, sorry. That's right. I thought it was in the local jail, actually, but that was someone else <laughs> I met, wasn't it? Uh, I, uh, yeah, I got mixed my, up there. Sorry, Joe. Yeah, no, that's all right. It probably was me, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, um, yeah, I was a screw. <laughs> I was a screw, screw there. That's. <laughs> I, was, I was in there with Big Bubba. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, you know, you, no, it's amazing, and like I said, we've become really good friends. And uh, yeah. you, you just don't stop. You don't stop, my friend. You just keep going and going. You're a machine. Oh. No, not really. I stop fortnight this Wednesday. That's when I go in and have my knee done. So I'll have a month sitting down, not doing very bloody much at all. So that'll be my holiday, Joe. Yeah. No, you, well, you weren't well. Uh, what was it two weeks ago? You you, were, you come down with something, didn't yeah. you? Yeah. Yeah, I picked up a bloody bug, yeah, uh, gastro. Yeah, that's but anyways, right. I'm a bit over 70 now, so I've done fairly good, so I'm happy doing well. Happy doing with well. it. I've enjoyed the pigeons. Exactly. I got back to them in 2009 good on you. after my first back operation, and it's been bloody good getting back in the birds. So, uh, no, it's, it's terrific. It's just lovely to see them come home. It's, it, it, it is, and you get, I, to this day I get a rush. You know, I've been racing yeah, for 20 yeah. years, and the first race is like, my first race, you know, if the pigeon comes, yeah. I'm like, my heart beats a million miles an hour. And it's like, you know, yep. your beauty, you know, they're home. Yeah, you know? yeah. 
Yeah, a lot of people don't realise when I say oh, I race pigeons nowadays. They say, oh, I didn't think anyone did that anymore. So no, there's a few of us still left. The young ones don't want to do it. It's too hard. They can sit on their computers and so on and so forth. And blocks of land are too bloody small. And yeah. and, I said, and they said, well, you win money. I said, no. Oh, we win a bit. But I said, main thing is we sit out there, if I don't take away myself, uh, you know, in the small clubs I took away mostly, but we sit out there and watch them come in. And that is a big thrill to see them come over the, the paddock, fold their wings back, and then zoom aloft they go, and you think, bloody hell, that was good, wasn't it? You know? so amazing, especially when they're coming from yeah. a race and the, you see the wings fold, and they just yeah. come down like a... Yeah. Like, oh, yep. it's amazing, like a rocket. Yeah. Um, a few look, years ago, yeah, yeah. I nearly got cleaned up while I was coming out of the loft. Loft in there where the first lots I went in to see which ones are home, and as I went to come out the doors... The bloody pigeon nearly hit me in fear in the face. Oh, no. And I ducked, yeah, I ducked just in bloody time. Jeez, you would have had a and, uh, yeah, bruise. They, they love their home. And uh, as old Vin Bland had told me when I was a kid, three most important things about pigeon racing, they've got to be happy, healthy and fit, and they'll do their darnness to get home. Exactly. They love, they right. love their home. You're right. And, uh, and that's it. And it's quite nice. And I've, been, I've slept a few nights down there, actually, when we've got a blue. So it's not too bad down there. <laughs> Don't, hey, tell any, nothing, don't tell anyone about that. There's nothing wrong with that either. No. Hey, Kay, Kay no, said that's to good. Me, Thank you very much. No, we won't say no one. We won't tell no one. No, Kay, that's good. Kay, Kay, Kay uh, said to me a few times, you want me to put the bed in there? You're in there that, that lunch and I'm sleeping uh, on. No, no, no. no I've um, got to fold up. I've got to fold up Amazon bed I take away with me when I take the birds away. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, and yeah. I put it alongside the ute and uh, I lay down there and I sleep alongside the pigeons. Oh, nice. And... Uh, it's better than sleeping in a bloody motel. Yeah, 100%. And, uh, 100%. Yeah, that's uh, good mates. fun. No, well, that's with, right. With the, with the pigeons, they're not, they're not only the good therapy as well. As you know, I lost, oh, I, yeah. I lost my, son, yep. my son two yep. years ago. And yep. um, if I wasn't for the birds, I can tell you now, uh, they were just amazing. You know, like a good yeah. friend of mine, yep. uh, a good friend of mine, Mehmet, he, he had the same. Uh, he had, he yep. had his son who was, uh, I think he was two years old and he, and he got diagnosed with yep. cancer. and. He said, Joe, yeah. if I can give you any advice, he goes, I know you've gone through a tough time, if I can give you any advice, yep. he goes, just don't get rid of the birds. And you know what? The best advice I got because they were very good therapy, very good therapy. Yep. And, yeah, so they're, they're an amazing little animal. They're yeah. Amazing well, that's animal. the reason I got back in the pigeons. I was out of pigeons for 37 years. Yeah. And uh, I got back in them after my first back operation. I got pretty bad depression. I couldn't bloody work anymore. Yeah. And um, I rang David Cunning up because I know David Cunning came up. I'd known him since I was 13, which was, you know, a long time. Rang him up, said, can you bring down a couple of pair of birds? I want to go back racing pigeons in Keith. Yeah. And he said, no worries. He turned up a fortnight later with 20 pair. Wow. Well, that's and a good way That's we a good went. Yeah. That's, a that's good right. Yeah. And uh, my life changed all together then. You know, well, and you haven't looked back, mate, have you? You haven't looked back. No, no, I enjoy it. It's the most important thing in my life, just about. But uh, no, they're bloody good, good fun, and and um, you know they're, they're just amazing what they can do. And uh, it's when you send them away for a thousand kilometres and the first birds home, you know, and that sort of thing. It's it's just a marvellous feeling to think those poor little buggers are flying all that distance, virtually on their own, and. Uh, and it's just it's bloody marvellous. It is, and to think, uh, you know, on the way home, how many times they get chased, and you know, and the rest of it, you know, from our that's uh, right. the Queen of the Sky. You know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, they 
that's why I say to a lot of pigeon blokes that you got to look after them and do everything right when you're taking away and everything else has got enough bloody hassles on the way home. You're right. So you do ev- absolutely right. everything you can on the way over to make sure everything is right and because they've got enough things they have to worry about once, once they get let out. Exactly. But, uh, no, they're marvellous. No one ever changed my mind on them. But, uh, no, we've been lucky and, uh, and that's, you know, it's been terrific actually. Well, all I'm going to say is, my friend, next time you're down, uh, let us know. We'll go for a pizza. Yep. And, um, Not yeah. a problem, buddy. All right. And yep. look, it's been no great. It's been great uh, chatting with you. And yep. um, no yeah, worries say at hello all. to Vicky. And um, yep. yeah, we'll, we'll keep in touch through the year, right? We'll no talk worries with at you all. again. And um, yeah, we'll have another chat on the radio. See so how right. you're going. No worries at all. Got a dream for my country. And the people of this land. Got a love for Australia I know you'll understand Got a hope for the future For the black man and the white And a prayer for tomorrow You can pray with me tonight
Valley Grains is a proud Australian family-owned business that uses only quality Australian-grown ingredients. Green Valley Grains products deliver superior nutrition for a range of animals including poultry, farm, bird and small animal. A Green Valley Pigeon Blend, whether it's the new High Flyer mix, racing, breeding or original pigeon mix with Pro Nature, guarantees feed-safe accredited quality for your birds. Visit Southern FM sponsor GreenValleyGrains.com Yellow Drops is now available in Australia and distributed by Natural Pigeon Products. The authentic Yellow Drops is a product used by the great champions in pigeon racing for decades. They eliminate almost instantaneously, naturally, the fungi, trichomonas and bacteria existing in the upper digestive and respiratory system. To order your Yellow Drops now, call Natural Pigeon Products on 035 or pigeonvitality.com.au Southern FM sponsor Your one-stop produce and farming supplies Tara Mead. We get racing pigeons racing Horses racing Cattle and poultry feeding All racing pigeon products and supplements Available We also have live poultry sales Tara Mead stock feed and farming supplies 1227 Holden Road, Tulin Vale Open 7 days a week Telephone Peter on 0484-340-551. Southern FM sponsor. Flyrite is a nutritional balancer product designed to assist racing pigeons to reach their racing capability and potential. Flyrite contains a number of natural ingredients such as prebiotics, herb extracts, oregano, yeast functional fibers designed to increase the number of favorable microflora within the gastrointestinal tract. Flyrite is a natural physical barrier to pathogens. Order your Flyrite now at appliednutrition.com.au or phone us on 07-3206-2568. Southern FM sponsor. Pigeon Racing Victoria presents the Victoria Cup 2023. With a guaranteed first prize of $100,000, Australia's biggest race is on again, this time from Cobar, New South Wales. Sign up now for the Victoria Cup. It's on Sunday the 24th of September 2023. Rings are $100 each with one free ring for every 10 purchased. For details, visit pigeonracingvictoria.com. Southern FM sponsor. Southern FM sponsor. I know fire. I know that burning embers from bushfires can travel 30 kilometers, lighting new fires in seconds like the one that burnt my house down. I know extreme fire danger ratings or above aren't announced often, but when they are, you need to be ready. Check the Vic Emergency app daily and be prepared to leave early. How well do you know fire? Plan, act, survive. Go to emergency.vic.gov.au. Authorised by the Victorian Government, Melbourne. Hey, what you doing, Dad? Hmm? Oh, I'm painting the deck. Why? Because the varnish protects the wood from the sun. Why? Because sunlight in Australia is really strong. Why? Well, because it's full of dangerous UV rays. Oh. Dad, 
Shouldn't you also protect yourself then? When you cover things, they last longer. Same goes for you. Be sun smart. Save your skin. Now you can listen to Southern FM on the go with Community Radio Plus, the home of Community Radio. The brand new app means you can listen in wherever you are. You'll also discover Community Radio's best podcasts and independent news. As well as listening via 88.3 FM, you can now support your community radio station by downloading Community Radio Plus. Get it from Google Play or the App Store today. While you're there, don't forget to leave five stars. Sounds Good with Donna DeMeo on 88.3 Southern FM is on every Tuesday at 6pm. It's filled with an assortment of interviews, talking entertainment, film, fashion, food, travel, live theatre and of course I'll be playing some of my favourite tunes. Looking forward to a chat each Tuesday at 6pm on 88.3 Southern FM. Hi, I'm Peter Tollich. Join me every Tuesday at 4pm for the Music Director Program. Two hours of the newest music from Australia and from around the world. I play all genres of music from Americana to Zydeco with a heavy emphasis on Aussie music. So if you like it new like I do and want to stay up to date, lock in 4pm every Tuesday for the Music Director Program. 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside. What you hear on Community Radio is governed by the Community Broadcasting Codes of Practice. The Codes of Practice cover matters relating to program content that are of concern to the community, including local content, news, current affairs, Australian music content, programs for children, and the responsibilities associated with broadcasting to the community. They also cover aspects such as community access and participation in the operation of this service. Copies of the codes are available from the Community Broadcasting Association website www.cbaa.org.au You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia. Broadcast from Melbourne, Australia on 88.3 Southern FM, The Sounds of the Bayside. Stop the pigeon, 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 how? Nab him, jab him, tab him, grab him, stop that pigeon now! Yeah! On the line from Pigeon Radio Australia, we thought we'd uh, venture off to... Uh over the border into New South Wales and into Sydney and get David Gordon on and ask him how things are going up there in Sydney town. How are you, David? Welcome back to Pigeon Radio Australia. Well, I'm good, boys. How are you? Yeah, good. How's it, how's it all going up there in Sydney? Uh, hot, uh, but uh, so far so good. Uh, other than that, yeah, just a bit hot. Hopefully get over this heat soon and get into business. So what's the temperature there at the moment? You guys are like it. Well, today, today's actually not too bad, but uh, we had to go 37s and whatever over the weekend, so oh, too gee. warm. Too, yeah. too warm for me anyway. Yeah. Too warm for me too. So tell yeah. us, how's your um, breeding going? Finished or...? We've just got uh, about seven pair going at the minute, just breeding for stock. Other than that, all the race birds are bred for the year and... Yeah, a bulk of them are going for a malt now, so yeah, just a bit of patience with them and then 
I guess mid-March or April, whatever, we'll start pushing them a bit harder and get them into good work before we get them ready for the year ahead. So what does Dave do when uh, the birds are in molting? What do you feed them and what do you do? Do you still let them out or do you keep them in? I let them out, but not not religiously every day or anything. But, uh, you know, days, you know, nice where I work a bit late or whatever, I get home a bit bit late or don't worry too much about getting them out. But days are good time they go out. I don't really push them because, you know, growing flights and whatnot, they've yeah, already done it. their work before they hit the malt. So yeah, yeah. Uh, sort of rest them, just build them up. They're still they're still mainly on uh, a breeding mix anyway at the moment. So Yeah, that's what yeah. I was going to say to you. While they're malting, what do you give them, just breeding mix? No, I don't chase. So I give them that uh, breeding mix right through to throw Oh, time I start pair, time I pair up right through till probably March, I guess. Okay, so I'd, 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 they got to build their bodies. Uh, exactly, a young, a young pigeon without a grown body is not going to be any good. Yeah, yeah, no, that's true. I agree. So I'll let everyone else feed their barley and then I'll <laughs> make, let them make their mistake. You know, exactly, mate, spot on. Now, um, yeah. So what, what else do you what else do you do to the birds when they're in this condition, molting and stuff. Uh, not, 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 a, not a great deal. Oh, yeah, not, uh, okay. I'll uh, okay. honestly not, not, not too much because I unless, I, unless you have to, there's every so, you know a year or two where you have to give them something, something happened. But so far everything's been pretty smooth, so good. Haven't had to touch them. So uh, yeah, just yeah, no, there's not, not honestly not a lot. Just just yeah. fresh, fresh, clean food and fresh, clean water a couple of times a day, and hopefully they. Uh, yeah, just stay healthy and, uh, yeah, just not much else really. There's not, not a lot you can really do at this time. I think a lot of people probably overdo it, try and give them every medication in the, in the, under the sun, but uh, no, keep it relatively simple. And so, sorry, how many how, how many times do you feed them a day? Do you, you give them as... Uh, twice, yeah, twice, twice. A day. I, I, So what I, I feed them in trays this time of the year. Yeah. And uh, what I do is I go in there and I'll just fill, them, fill the trays up in the morning and I'll fill them up again in the afternoon. They've got food pretty much in front of them all day. Oh, that's um, Yeah, I had, some, I had some visitors from Melbourne and whatnot that fly pigeons over the weekend, and yeah. they've seen it. So, yeah, no, I'm not Good. always food in front of them for their growing bodies, and, uh, yeah, hopefully, uh, yeah, they, they don't go backwards. Because I, I just, yeah, you can't, yeah, hungry youngin's not going to be any good. Ivan, that's very, very important what he just said. No, like, always keep... Food in front of them because you know the birds they're growing. Yeah, I hear. Very, very important. No, I'm just saying that's yeah. so yeah. spot on. Plenty, plenty, plenty of fresh feed, yeah. fresh fruit, and fresh pig powder each day. With yeah, clean, clean water. Like I said, I put a, I put a bit of cider in there. Um, you know, a few times a week just to any bugs or anything. But they, they seem to be looking alright. But we just yeah, get them through this malt and then, and it's go time. And uh, hopefully we can uh, back up a good season from last year and make it even better. Do you put something in their water every day, or do you give them some days with just not, nothing in the water? Oh, no, this time, you know, most of the days is plain water anyway, so I don't, I don't try not to give it. I don't want them relying on anything, because when you, when you put them under stress, if they if they do break down and you've got to medicate them or whatever, if you've medicated them all year for whatever reason, they don't respond well to it, and then they'll break down quicker and they become reliant on it. So I don't like giving it to them unless they really have to have it. Otherwise, yeah, they don't get it unless they need it. Well, that, that goes for all year. Like if if you win the race here on the on the Saturday, and uh, what are people treating them again for Sunday, Monday? For you've won, they're at their peak. You, you as long as they're dropping to fine, they're offline fine, they're working fine. They haven't picked nothing up, so keep going. Exactly. Uh, that's just me, but uh, yeah, it seems to work. So I just stick to that. I try and keep it simple, but 
I think 90% of the work's done in the egg. If you get it right in the brooding pen, you get everything right there, that transforms into the race cage. And then if the quality's there, you just got to be there for them and clean them and train them and it sorts itself out, really. So did you have a good breeding season? Like, did you have any single nesters or anything like that? The first round was perfect. Second, yeah. round, second round wasn't as good because I... Um, I sprayed some. So I had a few flies come in, but just the you know just the annoying flies come in with the heat and whatnot. So yeah. I sprayed them with I sprayed them with some stuff, and then uh, I ended up killing a few eggs. So that was my fault. Okay. Uh, but the, the next round after that was all perfect again. So, so there was no health issues Dave, from it. So I'll just stop you for a sec. Can you just tell us yeah. what you did wrong so that way we you know like the listeners well, and we know what it's a funny doing. one because I didn't think it was anything wrong at the time because uh, yeah. I didn't. I didn't realise there was two different types of coupexes, right? So I yeah. just got a coupex powder, put it in, sprayed it in the nest that had, you know, the flies or whatever. Which yeah. I don't. You know, some years you get flies, some years don't. This year it had a few flies, but there was no wet nest, so okay. everything was dry. But it was just, yeah, it just had some flies for whatever reason. Uh, yeah, so I sprayed all the boxes with the coupex, and uh, I didn't think it'd be an issue because it's friendly to pigeons, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, because the eggs breathe and that, I was talking to one of the. Uh, pest control blokes, and he said, "No, you're using the wrong one." He goes, "That'll that, he goes that he goes that'll cause that every time you have to use the white powder one with the buffer, not not water diluted." He goes, "Yeah, that'll that'll do it every time." So yeah, the next round, didn't I didn't medicate enough, and just use the other one next round, and yeah, hundred percent come out of the eggs again. So that was it was if it wasn't that, it's way too coincidental that it was that. So yeah, okay. uh, taking his advice from us, so you know, I learned there's two different type of coupexes which I never knew before, and. Uh, yeah, I tried something to get rid of the flies and end up killing uh, eggs instead. So, well, there you go. But well, uh, other, other yeah. than that, everything other than that, everything else has gone to plan, uh, which is good. Yeah, which I can't complain. So it's just just be patient now and uh, put the work in when we're ready, and yeah, so, hopefully and that results into winning. Have you tried? Have you tr- have you this year? Have you tried any new birds? Or have you still got? Nah, your- well, uh, no, nah, nah, I didn't. I didn't buy any actually. Oh. I usually buy a stock worth here or there, but. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, no, I didn't have to. I uh, I kept ten of my winners from last year and bred off bred off them and their parents and whatnot. So, um, yeah, I think there was uh, Cocked that won me five races. His brother won me two, sort of breeding off them ones and yeah, see how they go. So uh, that family seems to be working. So I didn't didn't bring any any in this year. Mm. Uh, but yeah, they're going to have to be pretty good pigeons to buy them now to to sort of match what's here. So yeah, so yeah, when when, you, when does the when does the Central Cumberland start racing? When's your uh, first, first race, twentieth uh, of May. Jeez, you start early up there, don't you? Yeah, we're a lot earlier than uh, the Melbourne. Yeah, a lot earlier. But uh, we finish October long weekend. We used to go, I think, till mid November. Correct. Yeah, correct. Yeah, so we yeah we we uh, start start and finish earlier than the new blokes up there. I don't know, I don't know, it's the the climate or whatever it is, but that's just how it happens here. So we got time we get them out of the malt. Oh, plan to get them up flying. Hopefully by the end of March, get them working well. Jeez. Give them a good, give them a good month of work, and then uh, we'll get them. When get do them you start the road training? Well, I try. I aim for four, four to five weeks from the first race. But it's I don't I don't live by a, a date. I, the birds tell me when they're ready. So if they're ready earlier, they'll go early. If not, I wait. On, so. Yeah, I wait. They all got to be moulded out. They all got to be lined out. They all got to be working hard, and they all got to be doing it properly for a good four or five weeks before I'll even think about tossing. You know what? A lot, so, a lot of people fall yeah. into that trap, Dave. Uh, Dave yeah, where, you know, oh shit, that, that guy Ivan's pigeons are burning, and oh, oh I've got to catch up. He's tossed already five tosses. I've got to catch yeah, up yeah. to him. And you know what? Your birds aren't ready, and you just start dropping pigeons. No, no that's just where. 
patience is key, I, I guess. Uh, yeah. You just got to you just have patience. You know, if you it's like going to pit stop on a race; they haven't put your fourth tyre back on yet, and you take off. You're not ready. Exactly. So, so you know, if they haven't got their feathers, if they're not working properly, if they're not working properly, they're not going to come in from the toss. Simple exactly. as that. And especially the first couple of tosses, the young birds are stressed and they don't know what it's all about, and it's all new to them. So. Yeah, just be paid. I don't. I don't believe in just going two k's up the road. Like I always go twenty k's first toss. So same, same I want to make sure they're. I want to make sure they're right before I go. Um, if I'm going to load all the birds up and go for a tie, I don't believe in just hopping in the car for two minutes. Oh, we're up the road. I just you know. I don't think they learn much from that because they get home and they fly around. All you're doing is teach them to come home and fly around. I want to teach them to come home and go straight in. So that's that's, that's, that's me personally. But I'm sure there's top flyers that don't agree. But that's just how I do it. And it works for you. Yeah, well, seems seems to. Cool. Tell. I do the same. I do the same. Yeah, that's just that's just me. So, patience, get them fit, get them ready, and get them healthy. Uh, just yeah, just make sure everything's under control. Obviously, they have their PV vaccines now. Fox vaccine's been done. Uh, just got to get them over the malt now. Then just see if they need anything for canker or respiratory or anything like that. If they need it, they'll get it. If not, I won't worry. Do They're you worry patient, about the rotavirus? No, no, it's, no. Don't worry about it at all. No. No, I um, I had rotavirus last year. In a in a weekend, we had double races. We had a crowdy head in two eighty three k's and a Kempsey, which is three fifty seven k's. We raced. I sent the whole box bar the twenty five for the Sunday. I sent them on the Saturday to crowdy head. I got all bar one, and I said that oh they're not finishing as strong as normal. But oh anyway, they won, so I didn't worry. I um sent the twenty five to the Kempsey for the that night for the next day. I woke up in the morning, lifted the shutters, and. I had rotor everywhere, and I thought, oh, well, I probably won't do any good today. And I got 25 out of 25 from 350-odd Ks, and uh, three and a drop to win the club and section. So wow, that's they, awesome. they, they they come home, walked past the food, had a drink, sat in the corner, and they spewed up the rest of the day. And <laughs> seven, seven, seven days later, seven days later, they, they'll, they'll cook for four days. They'll spew on everything, nothing for four days. I backed them up. I backed them same pitches up seven days later and got second fed to, like, two weeks running. So my, my views on rotor is, yeah. Whatever. Well, they, exactly. they just get it. They, they go through them, get over it. As long as they've got no health issues leading into it, they come out of it pretty easy. So, well, yeah, but is a must. You've got to be oh, yeah. safe for PMV. You don't want that one. No. You can use they, don't, they don't seem to get over that one very good. <laughs> no. I've had that no. once before in 32 late breads, and I'll, I'll never want that again. Mm. Do you talk, yeah. Talking about PMV, do you, um, do you vaccinate your birds before you put them in the race loft, or yeah, do you yeah, wait, yeah. So wait pretty, pretty much a few days. A few days. No, you should never wait. You're asking for trouble. Exactly. You can't. You're running the gauntlet. You can't do it. You've got to. The day they go over, or a few days before, all in the nest, and then four to six weeks later, they all get it. They all get a jazzering. Then on the second, when I put them over, anything in the cage, I know's had it. So four to six weeks after that date, whatever's in there, because you don't ever get them at the same time. So I will make it probably four, six weeks from the last ones, from the first ones that went over, four weeks yeah. from the last one, sort yeah. of thing, and then. They all get another one, then they get they get a proper jazzering one, not not a clip on one. So one, we've got different ones we use here, so they can't come off. So we know they've definitely been done. Yep. And then, yeah, because they're not going to get a jazzering if they haven't been done. So, yeah, they get the cycle goes like that because you, you can't run with BMV. That's got no, to, you can't. No, no, that, you, you're no mucking around with that one, so we've got to be on that one. Uh, yeah. Yeah, because I, I believe if you get PMV and things like that for the race, you, it's, it causes a big chain reaction and it's, it's all negative. So you've got to make sure you're on the ball there. Yeah, 
And you're right on the money, mate. You should never wait till the end, you know, once you stop. No, I know, breathing. I know, but yeah. my, mate, my mate did, my mate did, and I, he rings me and he goes, oh, I went on holidays and whatever, and he said, come back, the bird's got PMV, he's lost a lot, I said, well, didn't you back? She goes, oh, I was going to wait till I get home from holidays, so well, no sympathy. No, no sympathy. You know, exactly. the, the, you know the, the vaccine's there, it works, so unlike Rota, the vaccine doesn't seem to work, so I don't, don't worry about it. Mm. But uh, yeah, that's just that's just me personally. If someone disagrees, that's that's fine. That's no, their well, opinion. That's it. Exactly. Everyone's allowed their opinion. Yeah, yeah but you know, just be patient, keep things simple, and uh, keep them healthy. That's all you can do at this stage. And exactly. the birds, the the most important thing's already done. The breeding. If you if they're bred wrong, you can't change that now. So yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. You're in for a good year or a bad year, and you don't even know it yet. Yeah, it's up to the birds. Right. Exactly. Yeah, but we'll see, yeah. how it, see how it all plays out anyway. Well, mate, look, uh, we just want to wish you all the best for the season. No, no, thank and you, and you too. Thank you, and obviously looking forward to chatting with you every week, being our correspondent for uh, Pigeon Radio, and, um, yeah, it should be good. Not a worry. Well, hopefully, uh, yeah, hopefully we all do well and have a successful season and may the best men win, and there, there we go. Cigarettes to the black market man. I had the Vietnam cold turkey from the ocean to the silver city, and it's only other vets could understand. About the long forgotten dockside guarantees, how there were no V Day heroes in 1973, how we sat in a Sydney harbor. She was lying and I was home to the lucky land She was like so many more from that time on Lives were all so empty till we found their chosen one
Green Valley Grains is a proud Australian family-owned business that uses only quality Australian-grown ingredients. Green Valley Grains products deliver superior nutrition for a range of animals, including poultry, farm, bird and small animal. A Green Valley Pigeon Blend, whether it's the new High Flyer mix, racing, breeding or original pigeon mix with Pro Nature, guarantees feed-safe accredited quality for your birds. Visit Southern FM sponsor greenvalleygrains.com. Yellow Drops is now available in Australia and distributed by Natural Pigeon Products. The authentic Yellow Drops is a product used by the great champions in pigeon racing for decades. They eliminate almost instantaneously, naturally, the fungi, trichomonas and bacteria existing in the upper digestive and respiratory system. To order your Yellow Drops now, call Natural Pigeon Products on 035 or pigeonvitality.com.au Southern FM sponsor Your one-stop produce and farming supplies Tara Meat We get racing pigeons racing horses racing cattle and poultry feeding All racing pigeon products and supplements available We also have live poultry sales Tara Meat stock feed and farming supplies 1227 Holden Road Tulin Vale Open seven days a week. Telephone, Peter, on 0484-340-551. Southern FM sponsor. Flyright is a nutritional balancer product designed to assist racing pigeons to reach their racing capability and potential. Flyright contains a number of natural ingredients such as prebiotics, herb extracts, oregano, yeast functional fibers designed to increase the number of favorable microflora within the gastrointestinal tract. Flyright is a natural physical barrier to pathogens. Order your Flyright now at appliednutrition.com.au or phone us on 07-3206-2568. Southern FM sponsor. Pigeon Racing Victoria presents the Victoria Cup 2023. With a guaranteed first prize of $100,000, Australia's biggest race is on again, this time from Cobar, New South Wales. Sign up now for the Victoria Cup. It's on Sunday the 24th of September 2023. Rings are $100 each with one free ring for every 10 purchased. For details, visit pigeonracingvictoria.com. Southern FM sponsor. chance to win the $2,000 Golden Wing Award. All you have to do is log on and sign up to helpoptions.com.au. Does your wife say that you have too many pigeons? What she really means is she wants you to buy more pigeons. Sign up to helpoptions.com.au and check out our race team. Southern FM sponsor. The words I have to say may well be simple but they're true. This is Elton John for Rad. You know, it's easy to rock and roll and party and have a good time, but just let someone else do the driving. Remember, rock lives and you should too, and so should other people. Please don't drink and drive. Love is the A message from Rad, recording artists, actors and athletes against drink driving. Hi, this is Russell Morris. Support Act is an established registered charity assisting those in the music industry suffering hardship through illness or injury. If music has enriched your life, spare a thought for the many entertainers, writers and crew who are growing older and now facing hard times. 
Support Act needs your support. Please donate and learn more at supportact.org.au. Hi, Steve Kay here, and each week I get your music heartbeat going with The Beat Goes On. Fridays from 2 to 4pm right here on 88.3 Southern FM. I play a variety of songs based on a theme from all different genres and decades, and I talk about why I like them and the connection to the theme. It's all designed to connect you with the music and keep your beat going. So join me Fridays at 2pm right here on 88.3 Southern FM for The Beat Goes On. Hi, I'm Peter Tollich. Join me every Tuesday at 4pm for the Music Director Program. Two hours of the newest music from Australia and from around the world. I play all genres of music from Americana to Zydeco with a heavy emphasis on Aussie music. So if you like it new like I do and want to stay up to date, lock in 4pm every Tuesday for the Music Director Program. 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside. You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia on 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside. And just before we say goodbye today on Pigeon Radio Australia, I'd like to present a song that uh, our music director, Peter Tollich from Southern FM, sent me this week, and it's Elton John's Skyline Pigeon. And when he sent me the message, he said, Look, Ivan, I found a song about a pigeon. And that's from our music director, Peter Tollich, here at Southern FM, The Sounds of the Bayside. So let's listen to that song, Skyline Pigeon and Elton John. Shadows turn from purple into gray 
edition of Pigeon Radio Australia here on 88.3 Southern FM The Sounds of the Bayside and it's goodbye Mr Tony Barbara Goodbye again, goodbye listeners and goodbye everybody around the world and goodbye Joe. Goodbye Tony (laughs) 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 Mr Angelino (laughs) What did you think of the program? Well, well, well another super duper program Yeah, Um, Yeah, it was really good wasn't it Tony? Yeah, it was a good program. Really good program, and um, yeah, look, it was really. Next uh, week you've got some people lined up. Mr. Oh, look out, Angelino, mate! Next week you keep telling me you got plenty of hey, people. Every week it gets bigger and better, <laughs> bigger and better. Every week we got bigger and better. Look out! Next week we have got a huge one. To next week. Oh, yeah, good, all right. Okay. So, uh, Mr. Angelino's got some surprises next week, so stay tuned, people. And uh, we'll catch you here next week, same time, same station for Pigeon Radio Australia. Cheerio. Damn it.